Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you too can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Thank you for coming back this week to take a listen. You already know it, but I really do appreciate you being here. If you haven't had a chance to tell your friends, sister, coworkers, or whoever you care about, about this podcast, would you mind? Like maybe just telling them about it? I am super pumped about helping women stop the crazy dieting and start really living a life full of nourishment and vitality without restriction. So if that sounds good to you or your friends, then I mean, this might be the place to to check out some information around that. So I want to talk um, about nutrition again today, but from a slightly different angle or perspective. We oftentimes think of healthy eating to create a stronger, more healthy body. We think of eating healthy or healthier to lean out our body, you know, fit into some cute jeans or a bathing suit or to keep our heart healthy. And you know what? This is all good and important. But today I want to talk about how eating healthy or not eating healthy can affect your mental health. I think we all know that when we're not feeling well, it's really hard to choose healthy foods or to exercise or to really do anything productive. When you're feeling low, depressed, or just in a funk, it can be hard to do the exact things that we really do need because we just don't feel like it, right? And even though I know most of us recognize this and know we should do better, did you see my quotation marks with my fingers? You know, we know we should do better with what we eat and how we move. It can literally be debilitating just thinking about it. And it's not really your fault. You know, it's like once you're in that downward spiral or negative energy space, it can be super difficult to make yourself do what you need to do to pull yourself out of it. And I'm sure we've all been there, right? I know you have. I know I have. We've all been there. You have a bad day at work, okay? For example, you might feel stressed, tired, grumpy, and the last thing you want to do is go home and make a vegetable-filled meal. The thought of, you know, pulling out the vegetables, washing them, chopping them, waiting for the oven to heat, or, you know, having to wash the pan out that you forgot to wash out last time, or cutting the fat off chicken, ugh, I hate that, or dealing with your family complaining about what you're making, all of this can feel overwhelming and, quite frankly, impossible. That's when it's easier and more comfortable to just swing by the drive-thru or order takeout or just eat a bowl of cereal, okay? Then after you eat this highly processed sodium and fat-induced meal, you feel even more sluggish and miserable. So you just go to sleep or crash on the sofa to binge watch anything that you can until you can go to sleep. You may even open up a bottle of wine or search the cabinets for anything chocolate. 
Then you think to yourself, oh, yay, I get to do all of this again tomorrow. Blah. Right? Well, I know that I've been there. I lived like this for a couple of years. I found it easier and more convenient to just pick up McDonald's for the kids and for myself most of the time, order pizza, make the gross boxed mac and cheese and frozen chicken nuggets, and then binge eat cookies until I wanted to cry. And guess what? I knew better. I knew I was making unhealthy choices and I knew I was only making it worse, but I just couldn't get out of the horrible cycle. The cycle looks something like this. You already feel bad. So you eat bad. You actually have a brief moment of comfort, right? And feeling good for a very, very brief moment. And then you're right back to feeling bad again. So what the heck do you do when you're stuck in this negative and artery-clogging cycle of doom? You have to start with something. You have to decide to start with something. You have to recognize the pattern and then take action on one single meal or moment to create momentum to lift your energy from a low vibration up to at least a medium vibration. You don't have to go from like low to the highest, right? You just want to improve your vibration and your energy level. Then you just keep working at it day by day until you actually start to feel better physically, which helps you feel better mentally, which makes you want to choose differently. From the time we're very young, we're told that we need to eat healthy and nourishing foods to look and feel our best, right? But we are not told that good nutrition is a significant factor in how we feel mentally. A healthy and well-balanced diet can help us think clearly and more on and ready to take action, get work done, and live a more fulfilled life. On the other hand, an unbalanced diet can lead to fatigue, impaired decision-making, and can actually lead to more stress and depression. Our society has become reliant on processed fast food, and when you eat these foods, like processed flours, sugar, um, saturated fats, and trans fats, our body actually starts to crave more and more of it. Many of these processed foods stimulate the dopamine center in our brain. And just FYI, dopamine is associated with pleasure and reward. So in order to stop the cravings, you need to get away from eating those foods in high doses so that you can change the physiology in your brain. Stress and depression are exasperated from sugar and processed foods. These foods lead to inflammation throughout your whole body and your brain, which can contribute to mood disorders. This includes anxiety and depression. Like I said earlier, when we're feeling stressed or depressed, it's often processed junk food that we reach for, mostly because it's fast and easy, but also because it gives us that little initial pick-me-up, that little comfort, that little moment of joy. Okay. So I remember, of course, I have a personal story about this, but I remember back in the day when Brian and I were just married. Um, I guess it wasn't, I mean, it was like from the time we were just married all the way through about, oh, you know, five to seven years of our marriage. But whenever we would get in a big fight, the only thing that helped us like get over it and make up was to bake cookies together. I mean, there was no like makeup sex. It was like makeup cookies. <laughs> so I remember the feeling I would have when, you know, we'd be fighting, arguing, being stupid, you know, how like you start like fight over the dumbest things, especially when you're younger. But I remember being like 
okay, I'm kind of ready to be over this. And I would think about snuggling on the couch, eating something like gooey and warm, like fresh baked chocolate chip cookies, which was totally our favorite. So no matter what we were fighting about, this would pull us through. And we would kind of joke about how um, eating cookies and junk food was saving our marriage. It was like the thing that we did together that gave us comfort. But after years and years of doing this, it became the thing that just made me feel worse about myself, which led to, guess what? More marriage problems, more mental problems. I can honestly say that if I had not changed my diet, I don't think I'd be married anymore. I was really awful. And, you know, it's it's always hard to admit that, but I can truly say I was not a very nice woman. I was so low and so disgusted with myself that poor Brian took the brunt of it. I mean, he was like the scapegoat for everything. I blamed him for how I felt. I blamed him for me feeling sad. I blamed him for me being fat. I mean, I wouldn't be fat if we could just get along without having to make a bunch of food and sit on the couch and eat cookies. I mean, poor Brian. I, I got to tell you, I probably wouldn't have dealt with me as long as he did. And he is definitely a saint for that. But – My point is that my poor diet was only making my poor mental health worse, and it wasn't until I changed what I was eating that I got better. And and by the way, obviously I had to make a mental choice to make a change, and that I've told that story before, but it truly was changing what I was eating that helped me feel better. This made me feel healthier physically, which made me happier, and it literally saved my marriage. How you feel about yourself physically and mentally impacts your entire life, like your job, your relationships, your environment, your spiritual health, and more. When you feel awful, you create terrible stories in your mind, and they, you know, the stories you make up affect everyone around you. I mean, the stories I made up about Brian, like it it was crazy. Like the poor guy, he was so guilty of so many things that (laughs) he didn't even do. Oh, and probably if you're listening to this at some point in your life, maybe you've felt this exact thing or you can see a mirror of this for you. So not only is eating poor food choices impacting mental health, but so is skipping meals. Okay. So it's not just eating bad things. It's also not eating. I can't tell you how many people I work with or how many people I know that skip breakfast and only have coffee until lunch or mid-afternoon. And this is a major mistake, I mean, in my opinion, from my professional opinion and personal opinion. And, you know, I'm sorry if you like intermittent fasting, but um, I'm not even talking about that. But I cannot stress enough how important it is to feed your brain. Only drinking coffee until 12 p.m. every day or later is only increasing your risk of anxiety and stress, which will start that cycle of poor eating. So imagine this, like you drink coffee until lunchtime, you have a couple options here. You're either starving by the time you get to your meal, like your lunch break, because you haven't eaten all day, or you're still not hungry because coffee acts as an appetite suppressant. So you either continue to skip eating, okay, or choose something unhealthy. Either way, you're setting yourself up for more stress, more anxiety, low production, poor relationship status, and risk for diabetes and heart disease. And when you skip meals all day, you're way more likely to overeat and overeat the wrong foods at night. Okay, can you see yourself somewhere in this? Or maybe not now, maybe now things are going great and you're doing better, but 
when you can really think about the times when you were doing this, think about where your mental state was, you know, like really just like think about it. Also, according to the American Psychological Association, gut bacteria produces an array of neurochemicals that the brain uses for regulation of physiological and mental processes. Okay. And this includes your mood. So it's believed that 95% of the body's supply of serotonin, okay, remember serotonin is a mood stabilizer. It's produced by the gut bacteria. And stress, guess what, is said to suppress gut health. So if you're stressed out, still not eating well, you got your dopamine and your serotonin all messed up, how are you going to feel? Terrible. So it's a little bit of the which came first, the chicken or the egg situation, Is stress causing poor eating or is poor eating causing stress? You know, obviously it depends on the person and their situation. Um, But they work hand in hand and so many people miss this very, very obvious thing. Okay. Now the big question is how in the hell do you stop the cycle? So even those in the poor diet cycle know that they need to change but just don't know how or, you know, what to do or how to get out. Okay, of the cycle. Instead of jumping on a new diet or going back to that diet that you did 20 years ago that you liked, you don't have to do that. You don't have to go extreme. extreme. You can just start really small. Okay. In fact, starting small is such a good place because it's not overwhelming. Okay. You don't have to go 100% in to start creating some change. You really need to get in more nutrients. Okay. Nutrients like minerals and vitamins and just energy too. It comes from fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins. There's no reason to drop an entire food group from your diet, okay? Just thinking about the basics, okay? Eating anything that is real food, not processed and not from a drive-thru. So even if you just start with one single meal a day, you can start to see a difference. So I highly, highly recommend starting with nutrition. And it Like I said, it can be as easy as one super meal, one nutritious meal a day. And that super meal could either be something as easy and convenient as a smoothie, okay, that has fruits and vegetables and added protein and healthy fats, okay, one nutrition-packed smoothie. Or you could make a giant pot of a vegetable-based soup with some protein, okay, Or even, you know, have a big salad with a variety of vegetables and some protein on it, okay? So think smoothie or a soup or a salad, like one of your meals, having that every day, okay? I believe that when you can't change your stressful stressful situation, right, you can't change everything that's stressed. We can't manage or we can manage our stress, but we can't control every situation, okay? So you can't control work so much. Or you can't really control, you know, just other things in life. Like the school is going to call. You can't control everything going around you. But when you can't control on those things, you need to focus on what you can control. You can't, you know, we can't worry about things out of our control. I mean, we can worry about them. We can stress about it. We can think about it. But the only thing we really can do about it, though, is take action, okay, and in some way that we are 
able to control. So that could be in your nutrition. And if you could just get yourself, like you might have to actually force yourself, right, to eat one super meal every single day for a week, it might just get you going in the right direction. And once you start somewhere, like with this one meal, and literally like for five days in a row, just see if you can eat one super meal a day. You know, maybe week one week you're just every day going to have a smoothie for breakfast or maybe you're going to make that soup and every day for five days you're going to eat that soup for either lunch or dinner. Or every day you're going to say, okay, I'm going to get a salad every day for lunch. You know, whatever it is, like whatever is convenient for you. Now, now I'm not telling you have a smoothie for breakfast and then a salad for lunch and then a soup for dinner. I'm not saying do all of them. I'm saying pick one. Pick one. Make it simple. Make it easy. Okay. And here's my thinking behind starting with just one super meal a day. Let's say you get up every day before work and make yourself a fruit and vegetable smoothie that you can either add protein powder to or a Greek yogurt or cottage cheese, anything that blends in well. What will happen is that you will fuel your body with nutrients, good nutrients, and you're going to fuel your brain, okay, with good nutrients so that you can increase your happy hormones, remember dopamine, serotonin, you can feel more productive, you'll balance your blood sugar, and you're going to boost your energy. And if you eat a balanced and healthy meal for breakfast, you will not hopefully be starving at lunchtime. So you will be more likely to choose a healthier option. Okay, I got to tell you this. So the other day, um, it was actually, it was my daughter. She was getting, she knew she was having lunch with a friend. And so it was about 9 a.m. And she was going to lunch at 12. And I said, hey, can I make you a breakfast? And she's like, no, 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 I'm going to lunch today. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So, (laughs) and I'm like, first of all, I have to eat often because I just am so used to it now that not eating feels terrible. And so anyway, I said to her, well, um, well, so why don't you want to eat now? That's several hours. And she said, well, because I want to be really hungry for lunch so that I can enjoy it. And I was like, oh, Lordy, (laughs) we need to talk about this. But really what I said was actually, what if you just have a breakfast so that you don't overeat at lunch, right? And then you're going to have more energy and you might have better conversation. It's really going to actually help your lunch date too. So long story, she actually agreed. And after she came back from her lunch date, she said to me, you know what, mom, I think that's the first time I didn't finish my meal at that particular restaurant. I was satisfied. I felt good. And I didn't need it all. And I was like, huh, I wonder why. Hmm. Somebody might know what they're talking about. And we giggled and she said, actually, you're right. So since that day, she's been having breakfast every day, whether she's going to lunch or not. So that's just another little personal story. So I want to jump back though. I mentioned um, that a smoothie is a great idea because it's easy. It's convenient. You can blend it up in just a few minutes and take it on the run if you really, really need to. Okay. Um, and I mentioned that you could add protein powder to it. And so I just want to say this. I recognize the fact that protein powder is technically processed foods. Okay. So if you were like, uh, you just told me not to eat processed food, you're right. But having a clean, healthier protein powder is way better than skipping your meal or not eating at all. And it's better than stopping by Bojangles for an egg and sausage biscuit. Okay. 
There are many brands available now that are plant-based and have added nutrients and antioxidants. So I actually am a really big fan of a good quality protein powder over not eating or choosing junk food. So I just wanted to be really clear about that. I see too many people avoiding food as if it's the enemy and really food is not our enemy. It can, can be our friend. You would never go without putting gas in your car, right? Well, because you would have to be walking, but why would you not fuel your own body? Okay. And would you ever put the wrong kind of gas in your car? Like on purpose? (laughs) I mean, maybe you've accidentally done that. But no, you wouldn't because you could potentially mess up the engine and hurt your car. But we sure don't mind putting the wrong kind of fuel into our own body. Right? Do you get get my gist here? Ideally, you want to get up and eat within an hour of waking. Fuel up with some good protein, fiber, and maybe some good fats. And then, you know, about three to four hours later, you probably will start to get hungry. You eat another balanced meal. And then another three to four hours later, eat another balanced meal. And then three to four hours later, eat another balanced meal until it's, you know, time for bed. So that, and by the way, that's just kind of ideal, but If you right now, if that seems overwhelming, then just start with the one single meal that has lots of nutrients, okay? And I'm not even talking about portions right now. I'm just talking about what you're eating and how often, okay? So can you, can you tell that I'm very passionate about this? I can, I can literally feel myself getting worked up talking about it. There are so many people in my life that I love so much. And I'm just watching them in this cycle. And it's heartbreaking because I know there's a better way. I know that if they could just make a few small changes, they could literally change their brain chemistry and start to feel better. But I can't make people change. I can only educate and hope with my fingers and my toes crossed that they will finally listen and just try it. So I hope today was a little bit helpful. Today is short and sweet and you know, I could totally go into way more detail, but the main point I wanted to cover today is that what you eat has a direct impact on how you feel mentally. And by doing something as small as eating one nutritious and balanced meal a day can help you start the process of feeling better. So I've been telling you the last couple of episodes that I'm passionate about helping people who need to be a good solid level one with like nutrition and lifestyle habits. This is a basic level, doing the basic everyday habits and doing them consistently well. And I promise that if you can be 90% consistent of the most of the time with the basics, moving your body, eating healthier, creating better habits and better thinking, you can love your body more and you'll be able to engage and enjoy your relationships more. You will know where you need to set boundaries and you will live a happier overall life. So listen, if you're ready to do this, please contact me. I don't have a ton of space available in my calendar right now for one-on-one clients, but if you are like super serious and ready to get help and actually start taking action and doing what you need to do with some support, then I absolutely want to talk to you. So you can go to my show, the show notes and click on the link for a lifestyle breakthrough call. Okay, this is a 45-minute call where we can just talk about what's going on with you and just see if it's a good fit. And if I'm not a good fit for you, then I'm going to like try to give you some kind of help to show you, you know, what your next step could be because I just want to help you. Um, or you can email me at rayannmullins at gmail.com. 
And one more thing, if you want a whole guide full of super smoothie recipes, because remember I'm telling you, if you just have one really good meal a day, a smoothie is a great option. I've actually created a quick guide for you to with some recipes and like how to make a really good smoothie. If you go to the show notes, um, you can download my recipe guide. Okay. It's just a great thing to just have on your computer and have with you if you're running to the store. Make sure you get the ingredients for it because there's some really yummy recipes. So I can't wait. Um, I hope to hear from some of you and I hope that you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced fit and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.